Thanks so much for watching our show. We really appreciate the support. It costs a lot to produce, so we're asking for donations and pledges here on Patreon. Thanks again. Welcome to See It and Feel It with Dr. Brad, and I'm Dr. Brad, and I'm back with Jamal Hayes, who often is behind the camera with his uh, producing and editing, but sometimes he's in front of the camera, and we're going to go back and forth here with some questions, and, and we'll see how we can make it this interactive. So you start this time, and then I'll, I'll go from there. I start. Um... <laughs> oh, man. Well... This COVID stuff. <laughs> <laughs> We're well, just gonna go could, right in. Uh oh. I can just jump right in. Yeah, please. Don't, don't, beat, don't beat around the bush. It's been a year, right? You and so, I have been together for nine months here with this process, but this COVID thing is almost a year, right? Yep. Roughly a little more when uh, the shutdown started here in Florida. Today is the twentieth. March 20th, so that would mean about last week this year. Yes, March 15th, I believe. We started with the lockdowns, or this week, yeah. We actually made some good friends here on the island in the lockdown. We had our own little, like, group of six or something, the same, you know, the same people that would meet and watch the sunsets. (laughs) Like, And we're now, a year later, we're all COVID friends for, probably for life, right? Because we would... Watch those sunsets, and they're addictive. But, yeah. Do you think we're gonna be uh, in lockdowns and masks? And no, stuff we're like, like I I've been saying now, like almost for a year, right? I think these, you know, so-called uh, pandemics run eighteen months, roughly eighteen months to two years in that's, history. That's a historical through, thing. Eighteen yeah, months. Eighteen, a, and okay. I think they burn through the population. You know, so. Like whether you have vaccines or not, I think they run their course because, you know, from the beginning, more people have probably been exposed to this than the numbers say because we haven't had the, you know, enough testing in place oh, to. I probably had it yeah. last year, February, before anyone was even talking about COVID. Did in, you have a bad cough and everything? Yeah, uh, I had a yeah. couple of days where I had a fever in February last yeah. year b- before anyone was talking about COVID. So yeah, well, I, and you I know, never got COVID. I never got sick. So I assume I'm. Well, you maybe did have COVID, right? You know, because I've met dozens of people now, dozens, who swear last January, February, or March, they already had COVID because they had some kind of heavy cough they couldn't get rid of or whatever it was. So I probably already have the antibodies. And we had a mutual guest here um, just just a few days ago. And, um, you know, Greg, Greg James, who was on the show like months ago, and he was convinced that he had it a year ago and that most people have been exposed to it. So, yeah, I think it's way more prevalent. I think the CDC did come out or the WHO did come out and say that somewhere, but it seems they've gotten buried, that the actual um, exposure rate is probably 10 times whatever the case rate is. Do you think the real yeah. numbers will come out, like saying, oh, not about 10% of the people that died actually died? Or anything like that? Or do you think the media is just going to play on the... I think, look, it's a tricky dynamic, right? I mean, I think it's super tricky, you know, in terms of, like, you know, what the incentives are, right? You know, because we know that some, you know, in, in, in hospitals, right, there's been an incentive to report, you know, if an 80-year-old dies, 
then if you report that they were they died of COVID, then they're going to get fifteen or thirty thousand or whatever it is additional money from the federal government so are these or state just government. Bought? Are these bought numbers? No, I don't know. I'm just saying that it's hard to know. You know what's really going to happen because I think you like anything else in life you follow incentives, right? So, is there a, an incentive by the government to like tell the truth? I don't know. Is there an incentive by the state? Is there an incentive by the hospital? You know, it depends to I mean, me. What about people? What about yeah. kids, schools? What about businesses that are closed and families that are struggling? Like, to me, that's the incentive. Well, I mean, that's why even a year ago I was talking about the, we did a video. Remember I did like a 14 minute video, 14 filmed it. It was like 14 minutes long. And I was talking, you know, like in a very passionate way about the emotional, the psychological, the mental and the spiritual side effects of this um, virus and pandemic, Way more not than just the, sick. yeah, not yeah. just the physical ones. We know, you know, the people that don't think it's real, um, I think that's problematic because I know people that have died from it, you know, although um, the people that I know did have um, underlying disorders that were significant. So I think that it has exposed, you know, For vulnerability. Sure. For sure. Yeah. And I think, I just think the it's not as contagious or as deadly as they want you to believe. And it's just kind of hype and fear and... Uh, oh, I think for sure we're going to find out that, you know, we will find out that at least the when I was doing the math here in Florida, it, you know, you basically if you like a couple weeks ago on a Monday, I was frustrated because people think we're dying down here. Right. Well, from yeah, the get, tri-state area. And it's just, all the time. Yeah, it's just not true. And our death rate is point zero zero one. And, um, you know, which is one in a thousand people that have had covid have died from it here in Florida. And in Connecticut and in New York, it's 0 0.002, so two in a thousand. So they have double the death rate, and our um, our case rate. And if you if you do the math, basically, um, you can figure out that our case rate is 0.09 percent, nine people in a hundred. And then you know New York was 0.08, and Connecticut was 0.07, and you know so the case rates are similar even though we've been more open, not completely, right? And the death rate is half. And then, you know, medical doctors and stuff will come on and say, well, you know, if we didn't protect New York or Connecticut the way, you know, then it would have been triple or, or quadruple that or something. Maybe that's accurate. We don't know, right? But, you can't you know, say. But I do, and, you know, and they would say that Florida, it's an elderly population. People are less likely to go out. All of that's probably true. Right, more so, likely, no, less, less likely, likely to go out in public. Okay. Right, so the yeah. elderly are safer. But they're more likely to. They're not safer though, because they're more at risk. So, well, I don't know. I mean, we've seen a we, pretty heavy bar live, scene locally. Yeah, where people go I, I mean, all the time. yeah, and I I've seen lots of restaurants where, like, it's pretty crowded. Like, okay, so you have to wear a mask to get to your table, but the tables are pretty close to each other, and it's very crowded. I can't get over. That. Yeah, my my grandma's eighty five. She went to church twice. So like, people are people are gathering. Like. Oh yeah, no, I mean the the other day I was with somebody <laughs> here locally that said it's over here. Oh, the guy I golf with the other day, um, you know, he said it's it's over. You know, here it's not oh, it's obviously, over. but. 
Right, in terms of the seems way like some... it is. I go out and I see people just out and about and yeah. in the streets at yeah. restaurants. Restaurants my... are full. Yeah. Well, my it guess, like it's my guess is that you know, a huge percentage of the population has already been exposed, and a lot of people had it didn't and didn't know it, like what we're referring to. Um, but in terms of the the fear and control components of it, I've been pretty critical about like just how much fear there is um, because fear doesn't have any value, right? It, it if anything, it, it suppresses your immune function, right? right? So to stay out of fear, I think is primary. And then the thing about the outside and wearing masks outside, it, you know, one of the things I've said for a year now is if you could just get this virus by touching something or, you know, passing a stranger, you know, I mean, four billion people would have it, not, you know, supposedly, you know, right. 20 right. million or whatever it is around the world. Right. right. So I don't think it's so simple. I think, you know, a lot of exposures inside in close proximity with poor ventilation. That's what my guess is. Right. Based on, you know, hundreds of conversations <laughs> like, you know, hundreds right. like and a lot of doctor friends and so on, right? So, so predictions for when you can go out without a mask? Um, I, you know, like Texas already, you know, um, abolished the mask mandate. So, um, I think is that Florida. Good? That's a good thing. I mean, certainly, you know, outside, I think is for the most part silly. You know, remember Black Lives Matter didn't create some huge spike, right? It, nope. And people were yelling and screaming in close proximity outside. So I think, you know, outside is limited. I think a, I read some study six months ago or something that, you know, I, I haven't seen it publicized, but something about how they tested like five or 10,000 people outside in Wuhan, China, the, you know, the sort of origin of this whole thing, supposedly. And like one person got it outside out of like 10,000 or something. Oh. I don't have the exact stat on that we can look it up how but you it, test that you know but yeah i don't know how you exact but but it wouldn't surprise me is what i'm getting at like i think that you know the outside exposure thing is probably pretty minimal right now, now we're not talking about spring break and partying because if you're these college kids are definitely a thousand kids in a, one little pool yeah and they're definitely <laughs> getting it i had a, an athlete i coach and he got it on spring break or whatever on spring break, okay. yeah and that's because you know they're not just partying in a pool, they're going to bars every every night, right? And they're swapping drinks and oh, whatever, man. spit, you know, whatever. Smoking joints. Yeah, exactly. So I think, college you know, uh, and some colleges, you know, because I'm coaching a lot of college kids, some of them have been in, you know, on and off lockdowns, you know, or very strict environments, a lot of testing depending on the school. Oh, yeah. Like one person has a symptom, then everyone has to go get tested yeah. or everyone has to quarantine for yeah. two weeks or. Yeah. And I, and I think that like from what I've seen and what I've read, I think that, you know, 14 day quarantines are pretty harsh and probably totally unnecessary in most of the cases. Right. Someone had limited exposure, had a negative test, and they're forced to quarantine for 14 days. I've seen that personally dozens of times. That's a shame. Right. Limited exposure, a negative test, and yet they're still forced to quarantine for two weeks, not even 10 days. Right. So, so it's what's like, up with that? Who's, why are people that's like, accepting those are rules that? Like, in school? Who, who you accepts know. these rules? Who makes these rules? Like, I mean, institutions make Is them. there any doctors behind this? If no one has, if they came back with a negative test, why quarantine? 
you know, uh, um, they've got certain protocols in place depending on the college or university, right? So some of them need two negative tests or whatever they need, right? Because there are false positives, there's false negatives. I mean, this thing is are those put, like are these you know, are these policies put in place by doctors though? That's what I don't at get. the I universities. Like people... I mean, I don't know. You know, it's a good question. They probably are, but you know, you can find it doesn't matter what the stat. You can find a doctor to support your thesis or a doctor to not support it, right? I mean, you can find. So if you want like to have a policy, then you like find doctors that'll support that policy. If you want a different policy, it's like the media and the narratives, right? You have a certain you narrative, you find people- Democrat, You find your news, you find your yeah, doctor. Yeah, you find your people that are gonna support your narrative, right? That's how they're teaching what? science these days. Uh, I mean, I hope not, but you know that that occurs, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, for sure, 100%. If we wanna make an argument, right? Like, you know, I, I, I've watched a fair amount of CNBC or, or Bloomberg over the years, but CNBC in particular, right, is like, it seems like, you know, and my brother's, you know, Wall Street, and he's been very critical of this at times. But, you know, when the market's falling, they get all the negative guys on there, right, to say how doomsday is coming. When the market's going up, then they get all the bulls on there, yep, like saying yep. how it's going up forever. <laughs> and, it, you know, it sort of seems like that, you know, one day this supports the narrative, the next this supports the narrative, right? You can always find people that'll support your narrative, more or less, depending on what your thesis is. And in theory, science shouldn't be like that, right? It should be... Well, in theory, <laughs> <laughs> all of this is theoretical. That's, that's, that, that's yeah. why I'm asking these questions, yeah. because there's but, only very few things that are like, scientifically proven as well. Everything else in, sci in real science is up for debate. Um, and I just think back to like the first guy that said you have to wash your hands before doing surgery and he did it and he his surgeries had less infections and stuff yeah. like that and but other doctors said he's crazy yeah. and that was before the microscope and then the microscope right. came along and then they're like oh right. he's right. But well, so that, I see that herd mentality. mentality so people just want to jump on whatever's new jump on uh, well jump on as an attack they attack whatever's new attack the new ideology Mm. Um, even if it is true, like the germ theory, which that's also still debated. Well, we but... just, remember I was telling you about how we just <laughs> ran into a nurse locally here and she was shocked because she got the vaccine and she wasn't planning on doing that in part because, you know, you don't know what the side effect profile will be for several years, probably three or four minimum. And she only did it because she's taking care of someone elderly and, you know, needed right. to minimize her, the risk exposure. Um, but she was pretty shocked because she's aware that, you know, that we can't prove they're safe. We can't say they're unsafe, but we can't prove they're safe until three or four years from now when we see the full side effect profile. So you can't say either. You can't say it's unsafe or safe. They want to convince you it's safe because they're selling hundreds of millions of vaccines. Yeah, but we can't, you can't prove it's safe for, we're not going to know. So I make this joke that, you know, in three or four years, we're probably going to see some, you know, a third year and one of them is going to be green or something. And it's really my oh, playful God. way. It's my playful way of saying, look, we don't know. So please just at least, you know, I like the truth. I like it when people treat us like adults and, you know, just say, look, you know, we think it's safe and we would like everybody to get vaccinated, but there's no way we're going to know for sure. I would love to, you know, some honesty. Thanks for watching. See it and feel it with Dr. Brett and stay tuned for part two of this interview. Remember to like, subscribe, and share with a friend.